Today is Thursday, May 26th. The title for our devotional is Look to the Interest of Others. For the rest of this week, we're looking at Paul's call to unity in the church through mutual commitment to the gospel. In verses 3 through 4, we see a series of negative statements followed by positive statements. In these verses, Paul makes strong statements as to what pursuits are worthy of the gospel of Christ. So let's read Philippians 2, 1 through 4 again. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. For our time today, let's simply examine a few of these statements. Paul first says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. According to uh, BDAG, which is the Greek-English lexicon of the New Testament, uh, the term translated selfish ambition isn't used very often in the New Testament times. But prior to the New Testament, it was used by Aristotle to denote a self-seeking pursuit of political office by unfair means. So this selfish ambition that Paul's referring to is most often used, uh, at least historically to Paul, as self-seeking pursuit of political office by unfair means. That definition sounds awfully familiar in our politics today, uh, that the term selfish ambition captures pretty well. It seems to me that many political leaders are not motivated by principle, but more by pragmatism and selfish ambition. We often hear stories of a politician blatantly lying or changing their view based on what they think will help them get elected to another term or reach the next level in their career. Christians are to do nothing from this motivation. Instead, Christians are to value others above themselves. This isn't intended to suggest a hierarchy in the actual value of a human person. He describes what he means in the next line, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Now, you'll probably note that uh, the last others has a the in front of it. So Paul is specifically talking about the church context. And when he talks about uh, looking to the interests of the others, he's talking about within the church. In humility, as we talked about yesterday, Christians are to simply be more preoccupied with the interests and needs of others than they are with their own. This is precisely what it means to love your neighbor. Uh, Within the church, again, this is what is supposed to characterize the church. So when we love our neighbor... What we're referring to is that internal movement that causes you to act in their best interests. And again, this is to characterize our relationships in the church, not acting out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but rather in humility, valuing others above ourselves, not looking to our own interests, but each of us to the interests of the others. As we did the other day, I invite you to again take inventory of uh, your day yesterday and your thought life and your motivations and your passions. How much of what you did was motivated by your own self-interest? How much of it was motivated by the interests of others? This is a simple reflection exercise to help you realize how much of your time and energy is spent in either category. Consciously try to do more in the interest of others. Or again, if you need to, be sure to take a break for some self-care in order to give your best to the interest of others. And then secondly, what about your big picture pursuits in life? Your 10, your 20 year ambitions, are they more self-interested? Or are they in the interest of others?